Hello and welcome to episode 121 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Planetverse. With me is my colleague, my wonderful colleague, Steve. Hello, Steve. Good evening, afternoon, morning, wherever it is you are. Ah, you see, Steve Morton has become um, the quantum, the quantumness of Steve Morton. He is everywhere and nowhere. So the question should be is not where is Steve at, but when is Steve at? (laughs) (laughs) Or what are the, what are the, what's the probability of Steve being in the morning, afternoon, or evening? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the quantumness. How are you, Steve? Yeah, I'm good. So, what have we got for our listeners today? It's it's a doozy. It's a doozy. And you know, when we come up with doozies, we're really grateful to our Patreon supporters for supporting us. In fact, I wanted to do our official shout-out. We are doing, finally, we've caught up with life. We're doing an official shout-out. My shout-out goes to our wonderful patron, Maria Clelia Tallo. I hope I said that right. And she owns a blog called Cles Recipes, short for Clelia. And it's called Lerecite di Cle. I think I said that right. I'm sure she's going to write me and say that's horrible Italian. Karina, what are you doing? She's available at Lerecite di Cle. Dicle, sorry, dot com. And we're going to put that up in the notes at the end so that you can find them. She says the website's in Italian, but most of the recipes have already been translated to English or can be easily translated with Google translation tools. I think you should go check it out because I think she does um, meal plans as well. So if anybody's interested in getting yourself some meal plans, that's a great place to go. And uh, speaking of meal plans, our episode today has been hodgepodged from a couple of sources. Number one, I was um, pee pants excited to know that Fumio Sasaki had written and published his second book called Hello Habits. And it just so happened that a while back, I had found an article on apartmenttherapy.com called 87 Ways to Feel Healthier at Home. This was published in July of 2021. And I think I'd saved it up for for one of our future episode topics that Steve had cleverly found, uh, created a folder for us at base camp so we could work off of it. And it It's been lurking in the background for a while, this it's one. It's been winking it? at us for quite some time. And I thought, <laughs> you know, this was actually a good time. We've been spending a, an abnormal amount of time at home for the last couple of years, I should say, at this point. <laughs> I think we've all become professional homebodies at this point. And uh, one Lost of track of it. Indeed. One of one of the things that attracted me to this article was yeah, 87 ways to feel healthier at home. Fantastic. It's great tips. They're actually really good tips. And when Steve and I looked at this article, we were kind of bucking to see who would get the the numbers that they wanted to discuss. Interestingly enough, uh, we actually have a smattering of our favorite topics and how that relates to productivity and how that relates to habit creation or how habit creation relates to productivity. Ultimately, what, what Steve and I both have come to the conclusion to is that if you're going to be spending vast quantities of time at home, as we have, and if you're going to be working from home, 
as we have. And if you're going to want to be productive in the process of creating a life now that you're living at home, which we are, then you probably would do well to make sure that your home is an environment that's conducive to healthy living, which then in turn makes itself conducive to living a productive lifestyle. So it's all related, you see. It's not just taking the planner out and writing some things down in it. You've actually got to create the environment and the circumstances to be successful. And one of those things that we've come across is that it's easy to get lost in the shuffle of one day bleeds into another when you're stuck at home. Uh, Monday starts off and before you know it, you've worn your pajamas into Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then suddenly you've decided that maybe it's a good day to do laundry on Friday. And then now you're just completely off your routine. So, so Steve and I have selected, uh, our own ideas. Steve was cleverer than I was. He, he actually picked off uh, some from the article and some from his brain. And since I only have half a brain, I only picked uh, numbers from the article. <laughs> well, today I have three quarters of a brain because I've had some coffee. So uh, so I'm going to start with Steve. And I'm just going to throw this right back at you, Steve. What is your number one tip for healthier living at home and or habit creation? I'm not actually ordered to put these into sort of a level of sort of priority order it's it's more or less as i thought of them at the time um but and you know fortunately enough folks we're not going to go through all 87 what? on the list no, of the I'm, article i'm crushed i'm <laughs> crushed we're not going to do 87 <laughs> tips no no we no we're not <laughs> no please let make it end <laughs> so my first tip rather than top tip is always have a notepad or notebook handy. You don't need to, you can have more than one if you don't want to carry it around the house. So have one by the side of your bed, have one in the kitchen, um, on your desk if you work in an office type situation, in your bag, wherever. Just so you've got somewhere where you can jot something down quickly as you think about it. Um, and you don't have to go looking for a, a bit of paper or whatever to um, write the idea down now it doesn't have to be an expensive thing it can be a cheap and cheerful thing that you buy in the supermarket or stationery store or wherever or it can be an old one that you've partly started the front of and you've ripped some pages out or whatever and it doesn't have to be an expensive pen either just a cheap and cheerful pen the essential thing is it's there and it's handy for you to write things down on and if need be you can rip the page out and then transfer the notes to your planner or journal or whatever it is you're going to use i can't tell you how many times just as i'm about to close my eyes and go to bed i have these fabulous ideas for my book Mm. for an article for something for the business and i used to not have a notebook next to my bed and I'd wake up in frustration thinking how am I going to get this idea oh never mind I'll remember in the morning and we never do inevitably that idea is gone (laughs) and so now that I have my little list of things that I think about just as I'm going to bed it's interesting to me that I can actually tally them up I didn't used to have a notebook and I really thought I could remember in the mornings but let me tell you you can't 
I can't. <laughs> An another option, if you like, if you don't get on with notebooks, because I know some people, it scares them, the fact that you've got this yeah. big bound thing, is loose sheets of paper, roughly about the size of, say, an old old index card, five by three index mm. card. And you just write on write on both sides, if you yeah. like, and then dispose of it when you finish with it. Yeah. Uh, one of my top tips is vacuuming for 20 minutes. It's tip number 47 from the article. I'm actually going to point out the, the tip numbers to you because mm. the certain tips have actual links in the article that are going to be helpful. So, listen, I used to live in a world where I'd have to dig through a big four-person closet to have to find my vacuum cleaner. This was way back when I lived in New York. I was sharing an apartment with my mom, and it was our entry closet, and it was a very deep closet, and it was just horrible trying to get a vacuum cleaner out of there. The reason I put vacuum for 20 minutes on as part of my healthier tips for home living is because I now have a wall-mounted stick vacuum. And it is an absolute pleasure every day to take that little vacuum off the wall mount and just vacuum and tidy up a bit. It's no longer a chore, but it is a habit. And that's why I introduced Fumio Sasaki's book at the beginning of this um, episode is because he's now talking about developing habits. What a wonderful way of developing habits by setting them up as routines for you as you go about your daily living. Now, the big mistake that a lot of people do, including myself when I first started on this journey of creating routines, was that I thought I would set up all the routines at once and not have to think about them. Well, when when your omnifocus number uh, for things to do is reading 147 for the day, let me tell you, you've done it wrong. <laughs> and I learned very quickly that it's not a good idea to just sit down and create these routines. You've actually got to start creating them as you're doing them because otherwise your brain won't match up with what you actually need. There's no way you're going to get 147 things done as far as routines for yourself or the house or anything else goes, and then actually still be able to participate in your day as if you're having a day that you're running instead of the things that you want to get done. So vacuuming for 20 minutes, this was my initial point. If you have a setup where part of your routine or part of the habits that you're trying to create is creating a tidy environment, then why not set up stations for those things to be easily accessed and have that be the first baby step in your routine setup? Because maybe you don't know where all of these things are. Maybe they're hard to get to, or maybe it's something that you just haven't been thinking about and you vacuum once a month or once every two months. Maybe if you want to do it more often, set up a station where all of the cleaning supplies or all of the tools that you need to get tidying are in one place. So that's, that's my tip. And I'll add to that that most of these battery-powered uh, vacuums now will run for, you know, maybe up to double 20 minutes. So they're oh, well yeah. within the capabilities. Even the cheaper ones will run for 20 minutes, I would think. Well, if no, you're vacuuming for more than 20 minutes, you've got a lot of time on your hands. So, yeah, <laughs> not me. Um, what's your yeah. second tip, Steve? Um, I have added numbers four and five together from the article and that is to check your smoke alarms and carbon monoxide alarms every month 
and I suggest you to make to remind you you stick something in your planner or your on your electronic calendar that reminds you to do it once a month. It only takes a few minutes. Wear your earplugs when you do it because they're blooming loud in most cases because they're intended to wake you up. Or what I do is ours are actually by door openings. So I go into the room and put my hand out of the door Uh and press the test button. (laughs) There you go, (laughs) So I'm not in direct line of fire from the things. So that is absolutely, that's a passive um, health mechanism in the home that you don't actually think about. But when you do need it, Mm. you definitely want it working. Yeah. I'm going to add to that what you just said, because one of my numbers was number 62, air filters. And that's another Mm -hmm. passive system. You never think about these things, but there they are. They're doing the job. And if you don't know, yes, your air filters have to be changed, (laughs) preferably, Mm. depending on how many pets and lifestyle you have, what kind of lifestyle. For us, it's every three months. Realistically, Mm -hmm. I should probably bring it down to two months. But what I do is uh, I have these on automatic purchase through a purchasing system where it's sent to us every two or three months. And mm-hmm. I don't have to think about it. It shows up at the door, and it's one less thing for me to have to do. It's automated. I know exactly when it's coming. And when it shows up, it's when it needs to be changed. I actually do have it on my OmniFocus so to remind me in case there's something wrong with the mail or the mail didn't show up properly or whatever, what have you. But air filters, smoke detectors, and carbon monoxide detectors, I think, should be one of the quiet health providers that exist in your home that you really Mm. once you've maintained them they really do their own thing what else is on your list steve um i've got set a routine for changing your sort of towels and you know stuff in the bathroom and your bed linen um i've got a thing set up that work i can't remember what how many days it is but it's on a routine now where and I've set it so it happens sort of on a regular basis. Um, irrespective of what the weather is doing, they're going to go in the laundry and it just happens. And I've got a system now in the sort of storage area in the airing cupboard to um, rotate through those, uh, through the different sets of bed linen. The towels get swapped around each time and I will throw in the bath mat into the washing machine as well at the same time change those and stuff like that that's uh yeah absolutely and i actually have a routine set up on my omnifocus for the bath mats and the Mm. linens Mm. so that i'm not um wondering when i should get them done again Mm. because it'll catch up with you if you're not careful you'll be like what Mm. (laughs) i haven't changed them in three years what (laughs) (laughs) i'll i'll also add that if you're doing if you're only relying on a paper planner a sort of month per day um, calendar, if you mm. like, um, only takes up six sheets of paper for the whole year. And you can easily, um, you could actually um, include, if you're um, creating them yourself, you can actually put them in auto- fairly automatically easily or just go through the thing on the computer screen before you print it and just say, right, change towels and then copy and just go paste paste paste, and just go through the whole document 
right before you print it out right and that way you have and it so well, it is a month sort of month there. per page you meant though right not month per day because yeah. that's just a whole other well, yeah, level of steve quantum whoa, whoa, whoa. physics that we haven't you know what i mean i know i know I'm just, <laughs> i like the idea of having a month on a page that's i mean a month per day that's great yeah. entire november done in one day let's do it let's Oof. do it that's a lot of to-dos though <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so yeah. I, I use a, a similar calendar for blog posts, which automates the sort of when have I got to do things by and all that sort of thing. Well, it, it serves two purposes a then. Nice pictorial view of the right. month ahead sort of thing. Well, that's like you've got the forecast of stuff you've got to do. Yeah. And you've got the checklist of stuff you've got to do. Mm. And this way it keeps you honest and you know when you've actually done them. Because if you put little check marks mm. next to them or some sort of completed yeah. uh, m- marker, then you know you're there. Uh, on that note, I have a work from home bag that the, the apartment therapy article call, calls it the WFH, the work from home bag. Mm. I call it my mobile office. This is the thing that I just take with me because sometimes I go and I work at clients' locations, not from home. And I've got to have everything ready there for me so that I can feel productive and get get to working without actually mm. having to waste too much time. Um, so that's one of the things I'm going to recommend. People are coming in home and now their husbands and wives are kind of competing with who's going to get the quiet room or who's going to have a teleconference and who's <laughs> going to have, uh, who wants to do some exercise. So one of the things that I've seen people trying to adjust to is trying to get work done in the same room when conference calls have to happen. So a great idea would be to have a work from home bag where you can collect all of your belongings, go to another room and set up there for your own conference call so that you're not talking over one another. It's really helpful um, I, I still use my Mission Essentials rake bag. I tried to talk to them and see if we can get some kind of promotion code going, but they, were, they weren't having it because I guess I'm just not sexy enough for them, and that's okay. Uh, whatever bag works for you is fine, but just have everything in there, your pens, your planner, your uh, you know digital devices, everything you've got to get going, and that way you can carry it with you. And it's also a good test if you ever need to travel and take this with you you're not just working from home because it's convenient at home. If you've forgotten a post-it note, you can sneak into your den or wherever and grab a post-it note. Mm. But once you're on the road, it's a little bit more complicated to try and get office supplies uh, without having to leave where you're at. So that's my other tip. And I'm also going to include one. Um, w- w- they're calling it yoga breathing, number 55 off the article. And it's actually true what she was saying. She says the more you stay at home, the less you exercise, and the weaker your lung muscles get because you're not doing the type of exercises or walking that you would normally be doing around town if you were stuck at home. And so those muscles uh, become weaker and lung tissue loses its elasticity, according to Dr. Dr. Ingrid Yang. So one of the things that they recommend is the breath of fire, a breathing exercise common in the Kundalini yoga, which involves taking rapid rhythmic breaths for two, for better mental clarity and reduced stress. Look, I don't know what you all do in the morning, but I definitely need to get some kind of exercise or some kind of stretching or some kind of motion going to feel like I'm waking up because otherwise I will just want to lie in bed and not get anything done. I will have to have some kind of motivator. So what better way than the breath of fire, Steve? I'll see I'll see your 
month on a on a day page and I'll raise you a breath of fire. <laughs> <laughs> I top that tip, Steve. Top that tip. Well, I'll, I'll go for a simple one next. <laughs> and that's about once a month or thereabouts. Empty your purse, bag, handbag, whatever it is, whatever it is you carry your things in and sort the contents out because it's so easy just to um, accumulate additional items or duplicate items that you don't need to be carrying with you. Yeah. And, you know, refresh the items, you know, if there's any sort of sweets or something like that that have gone a bit sort of uh, dusty or whatever, (laughs) you uh, might wish to... um, swap them out for something a bit more sort of fresher as it were we were talking before the recording and of course we we were sharing our tips with one another to make sure we hadn't picked the exact same ones and i realized that when steve mentioned this tip that this was also a suggestion that marie kondo had in her book um what is it called the life-changing magic of tidying up where she says when you come home you empty all the contents of your handbag out into a tray and you have a designated location because you need to give the bag and the contents thereof the energy to relax a little and slow down from being knocked around. I I don't know, I don't know about all that, but I do know that it's nice for me to have a reset bag every time I go out. So I actually do do this, believe it or not, Steve, and I know you have a little bag that you carry around for your French lessons and whatnot. And it's just nice to know that you know what's inside your bag when you're out and about, isn't it? Because then you're not wondering if I have such... That's really the reason I do it, is so that I know exactly what's in my bag to remind myself. (laughs) My um, sort of relief, in a way, was when I ended up in hospital, what, 18 months or so ago now, and sort of delving into my bag oh right i've got this oh i've got that and oh oh look i've got a mains charger and a charging lead for my phone i can keep keep things going oh you're a cheap date steve (laughs) (laughs) but it was nice to have um, that actually reminds me of my tip which is my self-care kit which mm. again i picked up the habit or i decided that it was a good habit to have when i went into hospital i had created a little self-care kit for myself with a lip balm and a little hand moisturizer and napkins and Mm. little things that i would Mm. want to have with me to a wellness kit if you will to feel Mm. like i was able to get refreshed and feel like i was taking care of myself even though i was stuck in bed and i think that just goes so well with what you just said because if you have these things, you don't really need to update them very often because they're not being used very often. It's just no. for emergencies, really, isn't it? If you've got you know, a selection of different size Ziploc bags, for instance, they're handy for keeping you know, things that need moisture within them and that you don't want them drying out on right. you. Um, perfect for that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, my next one is... Check your computer backups, and if you have your own website, um, as check Steve the does, backing up, um, <laughs> as I have several, <laughs> yes, yes, to look after. Um, we've got about twelve of our own, and I look after another five. I think it is now. It's getting silly. 
Um, so I have to, you know, I've got a crazy routine that I go through those on a weekly basis, making sure each site has, has backed up to an off-site backup. But our own within-the-home sort of backups, I make sure that mm. that's all happening about once a week as well. Because they do save your bacon. If if your machine goes wrong and you do need to rescue it, um, you'll be relying on those backups at some point. And it's yeah. always reassuring that you've got a, an actual backup. Well, that, it's it not were. just for websites, though. For files as well, I'd say once a month yeah. or once a, every six months or something, mm. back up important files. Not all the files because... No. You know, not everything needs backing up, but you want to make sure. I always tell my clients, for example, um, a lot of my clients are military veterans and they come out of the military with a big binder full of accomplishments and medals and awards and mm. results and things like that. Mm. Do you know how hard it is to duplicate this if that should ever get lost? It's mm. Ex mm. Ex exhausting. You know, the military doesn't know your name once you've left. They don't know who you are anymore unless they need something. <laughs> and so one of the pieces of advice I give my clients is to scan everything and put it on a thumb drive and then put that thumb drive in a safe anti-zombie apocalypse box. So mm. in a bank deposit box or a safe at home or something, fireproof safe. And it's it's worth it. I've had I can't tell you how many clients I've had call me back and tell me I'm so glad you told me to back up my files because my ex wife burnt my car with my clothes in it, but that you know that document <laughs> binder was in it, and I was able to back it up. I was able to recreate mm. the documents that can predict whether I'm going to get hired or not, or they're going yeah. to show my pedigree in terms of my curriculum vitae and where where I've worked and what I've done. So absolutely back up your stuff. Uh, my last tip here is number 82. Oh, the number prior to that was 60, by the way, for self-care kit was 60. Mm. And then my number 82 is, it says eat outside. No, this doesn't mean go to a restaurant. What it actually means is set up an eating or sitting area outside your home. And I've only just started doing this. It's been a year since we moved out to Las Vegas and we finally started getting a little bit more comfortable with what repairs and things needed to be done at the house. Even if you're in a big city and you've only got a small balcony to, to be sat in, even putting mm. out one chair and sitting there in the mornings or evenings is a very good way to change the air in your room, number one. Two, give your eyes and your heart and your skin and your breath and all of these things a chance to refocus on what it's like being outside. There is a lot of pleasure in being able to have a cup of tea just outside your door. And if it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Yeah, you can repurpose the chairs that you've got. You can reuse or go to a charity shop and pick up some things that aren't, aren't exactly in perfect condition. But the ability to have this station where you can have sometime outside in nature by yourself in a quiet environment, I think is absolutely vital, vital to creating self-care and healthier habits while staying at home. You're still at home, mm. but you're able to go outside. It's amazing. <laughs> My last one is, it's not on the list, but it's something I've used for many years and that is to set up a smart playlist that recycles your music. A lot of us all have our music on 
are computers these days of some description. I know a lot of people subscribe to streaming services and what have you, but I personally don't. I've just got all the stuff that I've had on CD um, transferred onto my machine. But I've got a smart playlist that works um, roughly like this. After it plays a track, of course, it updates the last played uh, date and time on the system. And the playlist only picks out uh, tracks on the list that haven't been listened to for, I can't think it's 10 or 12 weeks or something like that. So the last, the next time that that track that you've just listened to reappears on the playlist won't be for another three months or so. And given the amount of music I listen to each day, you effectively are recycling your music and you suddenly find things that pop up that you think, oh, gosh, I've not listened to that for a year or two. So it does take a lot longer. It's not just 12 weeks before you hear it again. It depends what criteria you've got for actually selecting things to appear on things. You can have the most often played, uh, the least often played, the most recently added, uh, and, and so on, or fairly random if you want. And so I um, have been using this system now for a number of years i do vary the parameters occasionally just to get the thing to stir things up a bit you don't have to listen to it in order you can get it to sort of shuffle in random order or otherwise if you've listened to a complete album at one point you don't want to necessarily listen to that whole album um in the same order yet again sort of thing so you can get it to randomize the thing but um no, it, it works well, and I've, I'll link uh, a blog post that I did on this years ago. So Yeah, Steve's actually got the instructions. He's going to link the instructions uh, mm. to the blog. I think it's a Filofaxi blog post you've done. No, it's one of my no, own, I think. It was one of your yeah. own. Um, I love yeah. this because you can actually use it with the tips that we set up. So you can set the playlist going while you're mm. cha- checking the smoke detectors and changing your air mm. filters and vacuuming and doing all of those things and before you know it <laughs> was it vacuuming with one hand and check, pressing the, the <laughs> yes yes it's, you're truly multitasking it's the home economics equivalent of drinking two beers with two hands right <laughs> 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 yeah. steve's tapping his head and rubbing his belly at the same time to show that he can do this um, but yes, absolutely. So look, the article has 87 tips. We encourage you to go through it, read it. It's a, it's a great little article. I love creating my own setup at home for what I think works for me. And I absolutely love it when my OmniFocus kicks up and says, hey, you've got this to do today. And the last time you did it was six months ago. Because then I know mm. we've reached automation nirvana. Um, you can find me in the usual places as far as the internet goes at Karina Tovmasyan for Instagram and um, Planarology.com and ThrowPunchResumes.com. But I think that brings us to the end of this episode. And Steve, where can we find you? You can find me in the usual places of Filofaxi.com, TravelersNotebookTimes.com, and Mr. Filofaxi on Instagram. And I must get a bit more active there again because I've uh, let it lapse a little bit. But I shall be back in the next few weeks 
with lots of new things to show you and share with you. <laughs> yes. Here it comes, here it lots comes. Sec- secret pro- <laughs> pro- projects have bom, been bom, hatched. Bom. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, folks, if you've enjoyed our ramblings today, don't to get, forget to like the podcast or Planacast, subscribe to it and share it. <laughs>